Welcome to the One White Woman podcast. My name is Nene White, and I am one white woman with many, many questions. And so I assume that you are kind of like me, where maybe you were noticing what was going on for black people in America, but you weren't giving it enough attention like these days so, so deeply require. So that is the purpose of this podcast, to help us learn together in a safe um, and yet vulnerable position. I will do the asking, I will do the research, I will have the conversations, and I, I want to share all of that with you so that we can all grow together. Today's uh, offering to you is what I... Uh, uh, just a, a, a tiny amount of what I have learned about the Jim Crow era and Jim Crow laws. It's like pretty much all of black history from the white side that has been uh, given or uh, pushed upon black people in America. It is, you know, it's awful. It's horrible. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. But we have to know about these things in order to know what has to change for everyone's benefit, for black people's benefit, for white people's benefit, for the strength of our country. And it's really happening now. And I'm so glad that you are joining me to make it happen now together. Okay. No one could be as oblivious as I have been about lives for African Americans in this, the United States of America. And now that I'm learning so much every day, I am so grateful to you being here with me to share this experience. Because if I was feeling like I was doing this completely alone, I think I honestly would explode. One of the things that crossed my awareness but never really sunk in was the Jim Crow and the Jim Crow era and the Jim Crow laws that we hear about. I had a vague sense of it, but it wasn't ever in my white privileged world relevant. But now with George Floyd's murder and and so much that we see in the the news these days and rising awareness about black lives and how, of course, they matter. I'm, you know, in a a super concentrated uh, rush of gaining information um, deeply and widely. So I did some research on the Jim Crow laws and found that The reason that they're called that, maybe you know this, but I did not, or I kind of did, but I didn't give it much attention, was that there was a white man who was an entertainer, and he entertained white crowds by putting on blackface and acting like a a, a really dumb, stupid, awkward, I don't know what to say, but making fun of black people. It was it was horrendous, and the black the white people in those days, when he traveled all around the United States, got a lot of laughs out of it. Ha 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 ha! Good for them, not. Then there were 
all kinds of laws uh, that were implemented right after the 13th Amendment was put in to neutralize or completely obliterate uh, the 13th Amendment, which liberated black people in America. Alabama was uh, very clever, if you want to call it that, at neutralizing the, uh, the rights of freedom for black people in America. They uh, made laws about nurses and buses and railroads and restaurants and pool halls and billiard rooms and toilets. And all of those had to do with, like, for instance, the, for nurses that the, the law stated something like, no person or corporation shall require any white female nurse to serve in the wards or rooms in hospitals, either public or private, in which Negro men are placed. <laughs> Buses in Alabama. All passenger stations in this state operated by any motor transportation company shall have separate waiting rooms or space and separate ticket windows for the white and colored races. It goes on and on like that. Of course, we've heard that separate but equal baloney. <sighs> it's just so ugly and ugly in its cleverness to skirt around the freedoms that were given to black people after the Civil War. And reading through the voter rights and how black people were very quickly, within 10 years of being emancipated, were completely barred from voting for their own, uh, uh, sorry, this is, just gets me so tied up in nuts, for their own representation, that by uh, literacy tests, which, of course, they were forbidden to learn when they were being enslaved. They were uh, not taught how to read. Of course, they weren't taught critical thinking skills. And when you look at the literacy tests, I mean, I'm not sure I could pass it. So what happened to poor white people in that time? Well, there was a workaround for that as well. That um, if they had someone in their family who had voted, or some even as far back as two or three generations, then they were qualified to vote. So you start to see the, the buildup of the unfairness, which honestly, I just never understood why black people were so far, uh, so, had so many disadvantages when this was a free country, or so I thought, because I wasn't paying attention. So that's what this podcast is all about. And so now I hope, I hope, I hope that I've made uh, clear about this Jim, Law, J, uh, Jim Crow era. And it went on, and even in Arizona, the marriage of a person of Caucasian blood with a Negro, Mongolian, Malay, or Hindu shall be null and void. That's Arizona. Florida had a similar law. Florida also had laws against cohabitation between whites and blacks. And of course, schools were uh, segregated. It goes on and on, and, and I'm happy 
to uh, share any of these resources with you. But at least this in this podcast gives you more of the details of why this has happened to black people over centuries and why it really, we have a responsibility to become aware and to care. It can't go on like this. It is just so inappropriate. And what I'm loving now in the, in the uh, all kinds of YouTube videos and, and webinars that I'm attending is hearing constantly from black people and from white people that it's to everyone's advantage, which makes so much sense, it's to everyone's advantage that these, these disadvantages and these lack of privileges or um, these terrible disadvantages that black people have been receiving just stop. They just have to stop. And this country, if it's no longer wasting its energy and its attention on holding down legal, great human beings and citizens of this country, if we no longer spend our energy fighting against each other, what would this country be like if we all work together to strengthen it and make it whole? That's the only thought that can help me to, to not explode from the heartbreak and the frustration that black people have endear, endured since they came here. It's just, yeah. Okay, welcome to the One White Woman podcast. My Nini, name is Nini White. And thank you for being here. If you have questions, if you want me to talk about certain subjects, if you want to contribute, if you want to share a conversation with me, all of that is a yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm here for all of that. Okay, thank you. Uh, my email address is Nini White, N-I-N-I-W-H-I-T-E, at iCloud.com. Nini White at iCloud.com. Okay, thank you. next episode of this, the One White Woman podcast, I'll briefly describe how voting rights have been center stage for racial, racial justice in the United States, which you probably know, but I'd like to give a little more sense of the details and the timelines and the ways that laws have been twisted and and uh, addressed by different sides to try to help blacks in America to be properly represented by the governments that should be serving them, that should be serving all of us. So I will go into some of those details, and there are some shocking details. It will be not an overly long uh, episode because I do want you to feel that you can have bite-sized little pieces of education that you can decide if you want to learn more and do your own research on the internet, or you can even ask me to elaborate more on different points. Both are good for me. Okay, I just want to say that we have lots more learning to do. Um, and then the other thing that I will always be emphasizing, always concluding with is each and every episode with a positive action step to increase understanding and healing in our country. 
As always, I hope you'll share your honest responses to the content of this podcast because this podcast, it's for you and for me and for all of us together. A good way to communicate with me is to like the One White Woman Woman Facebook page. Um, All right. Thank you for being here.